Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Lee Sinclair Four Grain Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four-year-age, double-pot distilled, non-chill filtered bourbon has creamy, round, and lifting notes with caramel and vanilla, followed by apple, mint, graham cracker, and ginger, as well as cardamom. The finish is slightly French walnut, resolving the sweet, fruity, almost ground cherry and white pepper. Our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick. Respect the grain. Please enjoy responsibly. Hey, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's Alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts. to another podcast of the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got Super Nash in studio, and we got Paul Letko all the way from, are you in Evanston right now, or at the distillery? Evanston, in the home office. In the home office. Uh, right. uh, at, welcome, Paul. At, yes, welcome. Be here, boys. He, he's, uh, and we have Tiny. Oh, myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, can't forget about me, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> so, I mean, you're everything for few spirits. And, uh, you know, you've got a team. But, I mean, as far as what you you've, you wear, very many different hats, uh, you know, correct? Yeah, I mean, I'm the founder and distiller. But uh, we really have got a really fantastic team where uh, – you know, we all can kind of rely on each other. So, yeah, we all kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, at this point, I'm kind of the face of the brand, but, you know, creative, uh, appearance, sales, marketing. Um, you know, we've got some friends down in uh, Louisville that take care of a lot of the uh, a lot of the stuff for us at this point. But uh, it's pretty fun to be able to just focus in on uh, making cool stuff, which is I, I like to make cool stuff. Yeah, and you got to. you do. Yes, and you got to give a shout out to Susan because she's the one that hooked us up. So that was really kind of cool from uh, the Galena Whiskey Festival. Susan's awesome, isn't she? Yes, oh yeah, she is. so she's wonderful. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> There's yeah. no doubt about it. Uh, it's been a, a fantastic year for you guys. I mean, 
you know, we were down there in March. Now we're here at the end of the year. And I mean, I think with what you've been releasing and what we've been seeing, you kind of, uh, from a creative whiskey standpoint, have been killing it. Yeah, I mean, we've uh, you know been at it now for you know well over a decade, and um, you know we've had some opportunities to kind of keep on learning and keep on improving. And uh, me and the whole team—that's always the approach I've always taken—is you know just get a little bit better every day. And so I think at this point, some of the whiskey that we're putting out is just absolutely mind-blowing whiskey. And we keep on doing that creative thing where we're just going to push the edges and do stuff that we think is really cool and gets us excited because, you know, I always talk about the whiskey business is tough because, you know, our competitors make really good stuff. And so uh, you got you to gotta make really good stuff and do stuff that is cool, even if it's just cool to you. And uh, that's where we focus. Like doing on stuff that we think is going to be cool. And it turns out a lot of other people think that it's cool too, which is, yeah, more. Absolutely. It's more than a few. Yeah, more than a few <laughs> this time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no, there's, there. You could see the. Uh, just, I belong to a couple Chicago whiskey groups. Yeah. You could see some of the excitement that happens within in the groups. Uh, it, it's like you see few being mentioned more often, and people searching for it. Uh, and it's really kind of cool. Uh, I I think it's cool. Because, you know, once once we discovered, you know, once we came in and w- were at at your place and had such a good time and we're able to sample your spirits and see, you know, how you're going about it and what you're doing and the uniqueness of some of the stuff, you know, I, your attitude towards is that you're going to do you like to do what you want, like what you like. And what, like you said, and it's kind of cool, but you're not, as far as when you put it out there, it's just what you're going to put out. And when you, when you start to get more and more people excited about that, uh, it's kind of cool to see that come, you know, you know, you've been doing it for 10 years and now that's, you're like, um, the cool guys on the corner, you know what I mean? And before, you know, and it's, 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 I really enjoyed seeing like the little bit of the bump that you're getting. And then, uh, you know, the marketing aspect of, but even on the, the, you know, the collaboration with Allison Chains, that particular bottle is good whiskey. There's no doubt about it. And it's like, you don't get the feeling that, you know, a band just came in and did a whiskey. I mean, you get the yeah. feeling that that the whole it, it, yes, it's marketing because it's a band, but there's quality whiskey behind it. There's it, it's a, a finished, you know, it's finished, and then also uh, just the name and your and your whole labeling, everything kind of comes together where you feel like it's just you know you see some celebrity whiskeys where you feel like nothing was together it's all four parts you know marketing's the big thing and then everything else kind of goes behind it you know i'm not much of a like we've got a marketing team right now and i'm really just i just want the whiskey to speak for itself and uh it's really fun to be able to let that whiskey speak for itself and yeah you know, yes it's a band collab uh, where we see marketing it as a band collab because it's what it is. Right. Uh, 
but we don't really just want to slap a name on something. We like to have something to do with it. And we want to, you know, for me, I just want to let it out. We want to do cool stuff. We want to let people try it. Come get on board with us. If you like what we're doing, fuck yeah, man. Let's have a good time. You can drink a few. If you don't like what we're doing, cool, man. Let's. I'll drink this. You drink yours. Uh, let's have a good time and share some hopes and dreams together. Um, you know, we oh, don't yeah. need everybody to like our stuff. We just need a few. There you go. Well, also, you say that, but at the same time, there's the the you you understand, and it's obvious meeting you that what whiskey is and what you're in it for. It's the people that you that you're working with. It's the people that drink your whiskey. The it's the the friendships. I mean, realistically. the other day, someone mentioned, uh, you know, it's like you're doing, you you know, you're, you know, it's all about the bourbon with you. And I'm like, no, it's not about the bourbon. That's not what this is about. It's not about bourbon. It's about the people you drink the bourbon with and you meet and you go around and the friendships that you make. Yeah. And bourbon is the connectivity to it. And yes, it's hot right now. And it's about <laughs> uh, like seeing your passion. And it's about meeting other people with the same passion and just, you know, getting together. And just before you know it, you have a creativity that's just unprecedented. I did a, uh, did a GSM a couple of weeks back. And a friend of mine who's in the liquor business, uh, pretty successful at it as well, uh, heard it. And uh, he basically cut me off like three quarters of the way through the uh, GSM. It was like, you're fucking this up, Paul. You're doing everything wrong. Like you're talking about all this stuff, and no one cares about that. Your whiskey has personality and character. Lots of whiskeys have character. Few has a personality. And I think that's a really I thought that was a really cool way of talking about it because yeah. I do think few has a personality. And there are a lot of whiskeys that have character and great character. Yeah. But I think the personality of everybody on the team at few comes through that package. And as we're all getting together and sharing the good times with your friends and family or commiserating over bad times with your friends or family, I think that personality matters. Absolutely. 100%. And the person, like you said, the personality is the people that you, you guys are putting yourself available out there. You're doing podcasts, you're, you know, you're, you're accessible at the distillery. And, and so that's where like, you know, it's a small craft distillery, but you guys are putting a a decent amount of whiskey on the shelf. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, but like you said, to sit and do that podcast from your distillery, uh, where, (laughs) where you enter into the distillery and where it is and the location. And it's just, it has so much personality and so much, you know, character, character that it's an experience that you're not going to forget. It's yeah. like, you know, there's a lot of big guys doing stuff and yes, those people can be accessible, but they're not accessible to like everybody that's coming through. And I'm not saying you're always there, but at the same time, the accessibility is something that's really, you know, that, that, that part of it is, I think we're, personality of you you know comes into it yeah i mean like i said we got a team that everybody loves what they do and you know i try to be accessible i try to be there 
I'm not there all the time, but if I'm not there, maybe you know, maybe you get Riley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Riley's amazing. Riley's not there, maybe you get Sydney, or you get Stuart, or you get Aaron, or you know, for the next couple of weeks you can get Jared, but he's a, he's sadly leaving us. Oh, um, man. You know, that's that's what we are. Like really, we're all just people that really we all really like whiskey and we love making it. And it comes through. Yeah. That's that's for sure. That's for yeah. sure. Really. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and Jack Burgadu uh, says, Paul in the house. You know a Jack Burgadu? Oh, Jack, what's going on, Jack? <laughs> there you go. He's, he's watching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, he's on the, on the street. We got Jack in the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. There's, there's a lot of people passing through tonight, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you want to, uh, you want to let's uh, start talking about uh, how we uh, got to talking about this uh, Alice in Chains and uh, uh, All Secrets Known and how me and you got to talking and got this podcast set up tonight? Tonight? Yeah. yeah we, uh, we, Susan set up a meeting with us, uh, you guess it was March? I don't see if it was that long ago, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was at it was at the Galena Whiskey Festival. Yeah. That was well, when we first, and then I called her. Yeah, so it was yeah. probably April yeah. when we got together, late April, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Oh, yeah. Um, you just came by, we hung out, you had a good time. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, you guys are friends, uh, you guys are fans of the band. Absolutely. And, uh, we're talking about, uh, we're getting, you know, we're going to do a re-release of it, which came out in... Um, when it come out, it was like September. It came out, it might have been October. Yeah, it it was uh, October is when it came out. October and uh, and I unsurprisingly, uh, I asked. Uh, yeah, I asked you to send me the link and for when it went on sale. And so that day at like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, as soon as it went on sale, I immediately ordered ordered a bottle of it. And uh, and then it's like it. 5.45 p.m., I'm, I'm driving home from work, and I got my phone up there on on a mirror stand, and all of a sudden, I get this message that says, here comes the rooster, and it's from Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you, we, me and you started messages back. You said you went in to check the orders to see how the sales were going. Yeah, it was uh, the sales were going wild, and I get an email uh, every time. Uh, somebody orders off of our retail partner online. They just send me the order, and I get to see you know, what what do they buy. And I like I like looking at where the state is, like you know, where are people buying it from, yeah. and what are they buying? Because it's a little market research, right? You know, yeah. What are people buying? And like I can't see orders when it goes to a retailer or a bar. Yeah, I you, know, you don't get that. Yeah. So it's cool to have that that kind of direct access. And you know when we released it, we were getting or you know, we're getting an order every. Uh, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds, somebody else's butt was another order coming through. Mm-hmm. Hundreds and hundreds of orders that first day. That's why I wasn't obviously looking at all of them because there's only so many hours of the day. But I probably <laughs> looked at like 15 or 20 of them just going ting, 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 ting. <laughs> and, you know, you, for whatever random reason, your order happened to be the one I looked at. Like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> That was wild. I, I couldn't believe it when that message popped up. And so, uh, yeah, exactly. That's what, and that's what you came back and told me. 
And uh, so then the, my next thing was, was like, well, you know, I got to thinking, I was like, well, I knew Chris would like a bottle of this. And because he likes tequila finished uh, bourbons and whiskeys. So I was like, and so you told me, said, well, you better hurry because it's selling pretty quick. So then I got to think, yeah. So then I got to thinking, I was like, well, damn, you know, what would be cool is if I got Jeff and Chris a bottle of it. So well, then, yeah, so yeah, but then that, but then you tell me, <laughs> oh. and he tells me what happens, and as you know, I probably messaged you like the same kind of time that you so, sent. Here comes the rooster, and I was like, "Hey, you want me to taste that on the podcast?" And you're like, "Yeah, I'll send you one." <laughs> yeah. So, given that, I'm going to go ahead and give this to him. Yay! And then, then we'll talk about the next thing that. Uh, What's really cool is uh, I got the bottle and did a good, I I promoted the bottle, right? I put out a lot of stuff. I love the label. As an artist, I really absolutely love that label. And, uh, you know, and then when we were at Kentucky, when we were at Bourbon, what? Ohio guy does the art. He's actually out of Tennessee with his agents out of Ohio. Okay. Okay. So when we were in um, Bourbon on the Banks, we were all together. Like once or twice a year, like we we all get together. Sometimes three or four of us or two. But it's rare that all five of us are together. So we went, we did that at Bourbon on the Banks. And I brought that bottle to open up. And I think that night we drank half of it. <laughs> it yeah. It's good. The problem with the bottle is they, they come with that little hole in the bottom where it just drains out, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what happens. All right, so oh, I'm I didn't drink it all. So I'm opening <laughs> this. So let's see. All right, here we go. Ooh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, we we ordered you something from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> other side yeah, before other it side. all falls out. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. Oh my god. Awesome. Check it out. It's signed. Thank you. The signed label. Excellent. That'll go that'll go up there. So after I after I jumped back on uh, I ordered those other bottles, I happened to message Paul back because I was like, hey, you know, I was able to get those bottles. I was like, is there any way that you could, you know, order? Because this was a pre-order. So I was like, is there any way that uh, you could sign the bottles before they send them to me? And then, uh, what was it exactly? The the green legs or the uh, have got them already? Got them or green? Uh, what was it that saying that you told me? The green, the market, the the, the distributors for the, the you, you said something about he had shipped it. I think we shipped them all out in like yeah, March down so to the distributor. He shipped them out and they just kind of get. Then it goes into like a whole distributor network, and I don't yeah. know what they do with it. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, as far as, like, signing a bottle, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's what he had told me. He said, so he said the green legs or something like that have already got them, and there's no way I can sign the bottles because they were, like, down at the distributor. And then uh, we got to talking about it, and uh, he just so happened to have some labels or something. And uh, That's a good Sent out a, you know, a blank label. Yeah, and, and sent me up. Do you like on your blank? Do you do you frame your labels? Uh, no, I've got. I do have a little bit of a uh, art collection. Oh, <laughs> so the the top two uh, the top two layers there are uh, 
uh, stuff that I did. I've got uh, I got this one. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, we oh, we yeah. know who those are. Yeah. So, did you did now those? Did they sign the labels or the bottle for you? They signed the labels, and then they said, you know, we ship them blank labels. They sign them, and they ship them back to us, and then we label it. Okay. So, we did that with like the Flaming Lips. We did that with uh, Black Roll Motorcycle Club, Alice in Chains. Uh, we'll do it with our other bands, uh, the other band collaborations we got coming out next year. Okay. Now, do you get to meet them? Do they actually come to the distillery and talk to you or ever ta- taste the yeah, whiskey? We did uh, a little more remote. So kind of done uh, remote. Um, some bands come into the distillery. Like um, we're with a band called Evanescence. And, uh, I know Evanescence. Yeah, I love Evanescence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amy is awesome. Whiskey in the alley, just talking to them about what they wanted their whiskey to taste like. Um, which has been really fun. Like they're just they're just cool people. Yeah. Did they did they want it to taste good? <laughs> no, it, it, man, the whiskey that we did with them is awesome. Okay, I mean, I can't imagine having it like them tried to describe to you what the whiskey should taste like. Failure. What do you like, and like, what would mean something to you musically and artistically, and you know, what would your fans like? And you know, what can we do to be to make a cool whiskey that isn't just slapping your name on a label? Like that's not. Right. That's not fun. It needs to reflect something about you as a musician and as an artist. And it has to reflect something about us, too. Like, it's not yeah. just, you know, we want it to be a collaboration, not just. That's what I. Like, I, like Alton Chains, buy their whiskey. That's what I was just about to say. That's what a true collaboration is, is getting together like that and, and, and just trying to pull what they want out of, out of them and, and then put in your input. And then when you come up with a finished product, it's amazing. Grab a motorcycle club. Yeah. Them. Yep. Nice. Cool. I think when we were talking with them, that we did that during COVID. So that was all via Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just kind of talked to them about how they drink whiskey. And you know, we ended up with the concept of we wanted a whiskey that was going to taste like riding a motorcycle through the American South and driving by a barbecue joint. Wow. And so that's, that's what we set out to create. And I think we did a pretty damn good job of it because when I drink that whiskey, that's what I feel like. <laughs> that's awesome. You got, yeah. Obviously, now it's got to have some char, a- right? There's got to be a little bit of char in there. That's for I sure. I was about to say, now I need to find a bottle because that's what I do is ride a bike through the, through the South. I was just on, just on <laughs> mine just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but it's, did- uh, it's fun. I mean, yeah, that's the idea. That's like the philosophy or the concept behind it. Yeah. Did you get now? Now you don't add the bugs in, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no bugs. Yeah, but yeah, it's called motor oil because like when they're on the tour bus, they drink whiskey, but they don't talk about whiskey. They talk about give me another shot of that motor oil. So, oh, wow. uh-huh. whiskey motor oil, and now we did not just put ten weight forty in. Yeah, that yeah. Cool. I hope you. Uh, I've had some uh, peated scotches that actually do taste oh. like motor oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we had. Uh, funny, so we we're getting ready to release the uh, Black Rebel in Europe, and uh, they would not let us call it motor oil in Europe because they thought people would be confused and would either put it in their car. I mean, that's a bad idea to put whiskey in your engine. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> But, but wait, I mean, 
<laughs> they they sell it at the convenience store. I mean, come on. It's like it's like yeah, that's what I do. I always get my motor oil from the liquor store and make sure OHLQ gets its taxation on it. It's bizarre, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't see how you make that. <laughs> interesting. Interesting stuff right there. In whiskey business, you get used to the bureaucratic inanity pretty pretty quickly. Because you're like, really? That makes no sense. But all right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do what you want us to do, even though it might not make Yeah. Well, you got to pick and choose sometimes if it makes absolutely no sense and it means something to you you kind of got to fight a battle here or there but that is not a battle you need to fight yeah you've had enough uh we we first started doing it one of the people we were talking was like well you can't put the word motorcycle on a bottle of whiskey people think it's okay to drink and drive what no (laughs) no one's gonna think that (laughs) <laughs> the only way so so what you should have called it is please drink and drive <laughs> now they could think of it on that one that you're asking them to do it but about wow ttb uh, would not and the ttb would not allow us to have and i remember the exact statement we wanted to put on the back but it was um it was like raise hell freely but don't drink and ride i'm like well no you can't say don't drink and ride i'm like Fuck you talking about we can't say don't drink and ride. How does that? Wow, that that sounds like you're promoting safety right there, you know? And they won't let you put it on there? Drink and ride. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, what the hell? Why don't you do that either, Chris? There he is. No drinking and driving, bro. You know, I'm not. Can you even see me? Yeah, we see you. We see you now. There he is. CT is in the house. The lighting is amazing, isn't it? In this 2012 Toyota Tacoma. Did you take Did you take that specifically for the lighting? Yeah. No, I took it specifically because this is what I drive everywhere. So you know. Be safe, man. Don't be be driving and zooming. I'm just driving down the road. I got a I got a package in here to unwrap. Open, but it's all good. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Yeah. What kind of package are we talking about? Yeah. CT, you look down. Well, I'm looking over in the seat because it's next to me. It's a uh, this package. All right. Pull the top off without looking. Pull the top off without looking and drive. Yeah. Or pull, or pull over. Yeah, or pull over. That's what I thought uh, you were gonna do. Listen. If I can eat breakfast and drive down the road, I can definitely open a box. <laughs> oh, God. Don't make sure there's no cop next to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't want to pull this out next Oh, wait. Are you in Springfield right now? Uh, no, I'm actually in Dayton. Oh, so you don't have oh, quite shit. the... Is this the Allison Chains bottle? Yes, it is. But look at the label. I'm trying to get all the saran wrap. I'm guessing Nash and his normal. Well, <laughs> I had I had to shift that up there, so had to protect it from leakage. Is that why you needed <laughs> you needed to? You were down here cutting saran wrap off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so dude, that's great. Oh heck yeah! Yeah, it's so cool. Thank you very much. 
Yeah, and Paul, it's, there you go. Hey, you got your signature. Hey, that, hey, there's the man you need to be thanking right there. Oh, thank you so much, man. That is, oh, that yeah. is awesome. <laughs> well, I missed out on what you guys have been talking about. What have you guys been going over? Just uh, going over uh, what what's been happening at at few. Uh, what led up to this this bottle? Yeah. Uh, how how this bottle came about and the and the signed labels for you guys and uh, and all. Uh, that's that's uh, freaking sweet. Yeah, yeah I, so thankful. Appreciate that. Paul Paul just had like I say. Uh, I ordered the bottle and then uh, Paul just happened to be checking emails and uh he saw mine he sends me a message here comes the rooster and i was like what and i was driving down the road when it popped up so uh it's like it's like oh my god so we just got to talking and then i was like well i need to order chris one because i knew you would love this tequila finish and that's before i knew that's before i knew jeff had had got one to taste so uh so then I was like, well, then I'm going to get another one for, for Jeff. And then I was like, well, how can I get these signed? And the next thing you know, uh, Paul helped me out, and we got the uh, label signed and all that. So that's how it all well, came about. Well, Paul, thank you. That's uh, and Nash. Thank you so hey, much. Hey, you're welcome, that's, brother. That's freaking sweet. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to get uh, to get home and have a pour of that tonight. So. That's uh, that's awesome. So hey, my question. Is, I just want to say cheers because that's what we're sipping on right now. Yeah. Hey, cheers. Okay, great. Thanks a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Put that down. You have your yeah. your light on. Oh God, oh God. you're in. You're in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question, Paul, because when we were there, there was another lab you were working on, and you talked about it. Maybe they were still working on finalizing the, the barrel pick, but it was a band that I am very fond of. I love. And did that ever come to, to be or what happened with that? Uh, I'm not sure which band that was. we got two more collabs coming out next year. Uh, I just had a chat today. I think uh, Evanescence. Evanescence. I knew he was yeah, talking about Evanescence. It'll be out about next fall, I think. We're working on okay. the label art with them, and is it another one too? Yeah, she that that she absolutely rocks. I love man. That's that one. I gotta have to for sure. Yeah, we were talking about that. Like she's been amazing to work with. She's so she's cool as shit. She's fun, you know. She's funny. She's kind. Oh, is that <laughs> you? Is is that a cop behind you pulling you over? Um, no, it was a cop going through somebody's car. So uh, Okay, so you okay. got by. <laughs> <laughs> we saw that. Oh, my gosh, yeah, mine got big as pancakes. I was like, oh, no. So, <laughs> so Paul, do you try and get the was bands get, to do special? Podcast first, if I got pulled over during the podcast, like, that would be kind of, like, epic, wouldn't it? Yeah, because then you'd. It you, it closed and sealed bottle. Yeah. But, but also, also for it's it's unopened. <laughs> if, if they know Nash sent it to me, they know there's no way I took all the saran wrap off in the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> well, well, just Nash was he sent it up and it was wrapped. You saw that, and he's like, "Well, we're going to be doing this podcast, so I'm going to need to unwrap it while you go upstairs, and I, and then I got to get it because I got to do some things to it." And it, he was like acting like he was going to stick the label on or anything, and I know. The label already was on. He was basically getting the saran wrap off because he probably had triple what he's got on your CT so that I would have to just keep unwrapping because that's what he does to me. So that's that's what it anyway. Well, I did I did a video of the unboxing and the, the bubble wrap that was in that box never stopped at the UPS store. And I was just constantly pulling bubble wrap off of the reef. <laughs> yeah, but it's great because it's great for future packages. I don't, I have not, ever since I met him, I have not had to buy any bubble wrap. I just save it in a couple big boxes and I've always got enough bubble wrap. There's no doubt. <laughs> so, 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 Paul, can you set the other <laughs> Yeah, I, I send up a bunch of those to him too. <laughs> but, the thing is, is but, uh, even when I get the Paul, bubble bags, say, Paul, is I'll saran wrap the top of it and probably the whole bottle. <laughs> I'll put tons of that saran wrap on it just to make them go through hell to get to it. Hey, it's worth it. It's, it's usually the bottles are worth it. <laughs> yeah. Got to protect it. Got to protect the whiskey. So go ahead, CT. What was your question? No. Um, so when Paul said he had a couple... Are you able to say who the other one that you're working with, uh, other than an Evanescence? So yeah, we're uh, working with a uh, Chicago band, probably one of the bigger bands that ever came out of Chicago. Um, I should probably tell you about who it is, uh, but uh, yeah, excited for that one. Oh my God, there's I there's three that just come right to mind. <laughs> <laughs> And so all that's three. <laughs> what did you say? Name the three. Yeah, the cheap trick, cheap trick, Ario Journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's the pumpkins. Oh, smashing! Oh my God, that's oh, wow. even better. Wow, that's good. I, wow. That's so you're working on the collab. What's it like working out with them? Fun with that label. Yeah, uh, the label's coming out awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. man. That's gonna be freaking awesome. They're uh, like uh, Billy's. Well, they're now married, but he actually sponsored the wedding. Uh, but um, they just got married, and you know, Chloe is super creative and does like really cool, like really, like really out there. This kind of uh, I don't want to call it goth, but like it's really ornate art that's just dark and awesome. And so I can't wait for that label to hit the market because it's. So cool. Now, knowing, knowing what I've heard and we've talked about already tonight and the way you've been working with the collaborations with the, with the rest of them, now I can't wait to hear about and taste the whiskey that, that you've done with them. That's, now, after hearing about the label... So I can only imagine what the whiskey is going to be tasting like. We're not going to do anything that's not great whiskey. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That, that Yeah, it's going to have to be great. So when are you going to get them to do like, um, you know, small, elaborate concerts for the opening? Like where you invite <laughs> specific people like that win tickets and stuff like that. Just, you know, small. <laughs> that's what you got to do to finish that, you know. 
I think I see one hand a, up. They just played a fifty-person show at uh, at his coffee house. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, wow. that's the kind of thing that you you gotta. Maybe you need to uh, get get a venue, or because you're going to become the collaborating distiller uh, the way it's going. I mean, it's it's got to be fun for you. It just has to be these you, the the bands you pick are so creative, you know. So you're talking about creativity and whiskey. I'm a, I'm a former pro musician. Like I love music. Music's always been a huge part of my life, and it's really uh, you know a huge part of my heart and soul. Mm-hmm. And so to work with bands like these that. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, it's really fun. And like, you know, I can't write music the way they do. They can't make whiskey the way I do. But you kind of get together and you talk about it. And really, you know, creating a new whiskey and writing a new song, they're not that different. It's both just different forms of art, right? And so like, I'm not good, good at one. They're not good at the other form of art. But working together, you can, you can kind of come up with some cool stuff that you know, they don't know what what you can or can't do in the world of whiskey, and they're not they're not bound by their biases of what whiskey is or that. And you can just talk to them about you know what would be cool, what would you know what flavors do you like, mm-hmm. and uh, what would make sense for your fans. I mean, yeah, this is coming from the distiller that uh, proofed down his uh, rye with uh, oolong tea, right? I mean. <laughs> yeah. I've got it. I've got it. I love that bottle. Yeah, right I do. And yep. <laughs> yeah, we're it's just so unique. About that before we started the show. So, you know, there that's 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 where creativity comes in. And like you said, you're dealing with uh it's not people within the industry where they wanna like we were talking before with marketing, they wanna stick to rules. They wanna tell you you can't say this or you can't do this, and they want if you if you're gonna stray from bourbon, let's just say, or rye, the the, the general thing that everybody wants, uh, they're they're probably not saying that's the greatest. Let's just stick with that. But when you're talking about doing these collaborations, there's no sticking with anything. You basically it's open for you, right? I mean, marketing guys want to just like pigeonhole things and put things in this. Like, okay, this yeah. this widget looks like that. This this gadget does this. Yeah. And that's cool that you know it makes the marketing guy's job easier. And you know, certainly you like to have the marketing guy's job be easy, but it makes my job unfun. And well, <laughs> well, but then I, I don't know how much easier it is for marketing. You get to do what you want to do with the band, but then their names attached to it, and then that makes it easy for marketing. I mean, I, I just you know, Allison Chains ever ever ask. Evanescence. Evanescence. And as you keep going, you know, what you're doing, that that in itself, I mean, it just sells the bottle, even though what's in there is great and create you know and creative. So you've you've got the best of both both worlds. I mean right. it brings in, it brings people to few, right? I mean, you know, working with Alice and yeah. Chains. Oh yeah. Many hundreds of thousands of Alice and Chains fans. Yeah. Never heard of few. All of a sudden, they're like, "Oh, oh, yeah, yeah." yeah. Need, uh, I need to buy that now. You've heard a few, and maybe now you buy it again sometime. Else. Yeah, and 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 it's more than a few of their fans. <laughs> well, it's, it, I, I see the orders. Like I said, it's more than a few. I know. Um, so, so Paul, other than the the stand, other than the special release stuff, like the Alice in Chains, how many labels are you producing? Like between the American, blah blah blah. How many do you actually have out for sale right now? 
Uh, you know, we've got our core products, which are what we call uh, yeah, our core products. Uh, we've got a street bourbon, we got a street rye, we got our bib bourbon, we got our bib rye. Um, and then uh, on top of that, we got the cold cut, which is you know proofed with uh, cold brew coffee. We got the immortal rye, which is proofed with oolong tea. And then we got awesome. the whiskey. Um, so we, it's funny that we have all these different skews, but it really kind of comes down to bourbon and rye. Yeah. And we yeah. do single barrels. Everyone loves single barrels. We do single barrels. Uh, we got it all here. A few spirits. Come join us. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. And I mean, you know, if, if you've been to Chicago and, uh, I'm just going to say, if you go to Chicago and you go to few, do not rent a Ford Mustang if there's more than two people. <laughs> a GTO? Because that is literally the worst car ever to take three guys that are six foot and over. I don't know. We put. I, I rented a Mustang when I came up there, Paul, and, and we put CT in the back because we're the two biggest guys, so we rode in front. But he had to sit sideways in that Mustang to ride over there. And all around Chicago while we're up there. So, we'll car, but it's, not, uh, it's not roomy for the bigger gentleman. No, it's not. No, no it, it, I mean, my <laughs> side still hurts. I can't get the cramp to go out that got in there when we got in the back of that game <laughs> Well, at least it's... Yeah, I used to drive a little Alpha Spider. Ooh. You know, I'm, six, I'm six foot 220, and uh, it's hard to fit in there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't having any probably driving it was the back seat yeah. that yeah that we that we had to peel ct out of uh we actually did a a reel of that of yeah. him getting in there and, and then getting in it did pretty well i thought we were gonna have to have a can opener to get him out of there <laughs> if i'd have been a few years older you'd have been calling the fire department <laughs> all right so uh I mean, you talked about what's what's coming up. Uh, anything else like going forward? Any? Uh, do you have anything that you're working on? Is not just as collabs, but you want to promote? You know, right now going out. Yeah, we're always talking about you. Know, we always talk about bourbon and rye. We talk about our barrel, bottles and bonds. Um, you know, I think one of the cool things that we've got and it's sold out immediately is uh, we've got. You know, we started doing this project that we call. Uh, a serial killer. And so if you ever get a chance to see this bottle, wow. uh, you're definitely going to want to check that out. Super, super limited right now. Um, but I think it's one of the coolest whiskeys we've done um, because instead of using a malted barley for a uh, sacrification, uh, we're using Koji. And so uh, it's a really, really fun, cool project that you really get these cool flavors that you're not really accustomed to in whiskey. And so, but that's just coming out with uh, dribs and drabs because, um, frankly, we don't have that much of it. And, and, and Jeff, Jeff saw that name and he's like, wait a minute, Chris has got to have that. That's, that's what I was thinking there. But what cereal would you with eat cereal? with? Paul, uh, if, you, if you had to pour that over some cereal, which one would it be? I'm a Golden Grams guy, so I don't know what to do. I'm not going to do anything with Golden Grams. I think that was the first uh, one that he did was with Golden Grams, right? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon, Cinnamon Toast, Toast Crunch, Crunch, yeah. That's a good one. I'm also partial to uh, Frosted Mini Wheats. 
Mm. Yeah, but you'd have to have the right the right whiskey to go over frosted mini wheats. It'd have to be a, maybe it'd have to be a weeded whiskey, a wheat whiskey to go over the mini wheats. Yeah. Oh, you can get a sweet enough uh, rye. You'll be all right. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna try that cereal rye over top of some some golden grams, and I'm gonna rock it. It's gonna happen. He does this on. He's done it. Um, my favorite yeah, he does was that on the reels. Oh, just to watch it is enough to make you vomit. It's just like it was E. H. Taylor and what? What was E. H. Taylor over? That was the cinnamon toast. Crunch. Oh God, I just I couldn't even imagine that. Oh, that was that was a little hard, and it kind of hurt my Ambirana uh, finished tasting buds because it fried. So now Ambirana is like super sensitive for me. So <laughs> that's just like amazing. You pour E.H. Taylor over cinnamon toast crunch, and then you would no longer like Ambirana whiskeys, <laughs> finished whiskey. <laughs> That, that. You know, when you when you take cinnamon toast crunch and you amplify it like that, and already Ambirana has that cinnamon toast crunch kind of thing, cinnamon toast flavor, uh, it definitely uh, puts it in a different platform. And now it's like it's just I I drink it and it's like yeah, I'm not really fond of it as much now. There you go. All right, so yeah, everybody, uh, uh, thanks so much, Paul, for coming on the podcast tonight we'd love to have you you know have you on uh keep us updated and then anytime we get exactly anytime we get in the area we'll let you know i mean we thoroughly enjoyed uh visiting with you last time and uh it's just uh, you're you have a distillery that's exciting to come to each time because you never know what you're, what you guys are going to be doing or what you have out there. You have such unique expressions, uh, very different from a, a, a lot of craft distilleries or the, definitely from the big distilleries. So keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, man. Yeah, we're, we're always trying to have a good time and just make great whiskey. But uh, it's great to be on. I really appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, yeah. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Hey. Oh, yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Really appreciate it. Happy New Year. Uh, all right, everybody. Yep. Thanks. Uh, all right, everybody. We're www.scotchybourbonboys.com for everything Scotchy Bourbon Boys. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and X, along with all the major podcast formats. But however you listen to us or watch us, remember, like, listen, and leave good feedback. And uh, remember, good bourbon, good whiskey equals good friends and good times. Don't drink and drive. Drink responsibly and make sure you live your life dangerously. And little Stevo is about to take us out. Thanks, everybody. Oh, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why, oh, don't ask why, show me the way to the next whiskey bar, oh, don't ask why, oh, don't ask why, for if we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we must die, I tell you we must die, I tell you.
Hey, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's Alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts.